Well, let's talk about all the shiz in three, two, one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is not how it is supposed to go, sir. You're now supposed to start it in three, two, one. No, now you. Now I started in three, two, one. Okay, I'm go ahead waiting. and start it. In. You, you can start it. I'm waiting. Ooh. What? Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Kingsley Messes Up podcast. Man, and this three, is episode 193. And three, two, one. Now you can go. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 193 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where I'm not quite as excited as, as Sin, but almost there. And uh, how are you doing tonight, Sin? Magical as always, sir. How about you? Good. We are recording on New Year's Day, one one twenty three, and uh, yeah, slightly different evening. Um, I did not realize that on our normalish recording time of Thursdays, uh, it was my anniversary. And it's not like we always have to celebrate on exactly that evening, but other evenings weren't going to be as good. So I'm like, okay, I'm moving things around. <laughs> and it was the last uh, week of the month for me. So I would have been late anyway, even if oh, I couldn't have made it. Yeah. Yeah, good point, good point. But because of that's just uh, me and you tonight. And uh but we're going to be talking about some miscellaneous things that I've had on my mind, some a couple news stories. Uh what we think of some things. I mean, quite a lot has happened since the last time we recorded, which was on the off night also with Dan Finity. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to 192, an excellent episode. But uh, we've had all sorts of things, like the Exotic Commission come out and, and all sorts of things, which we'll get to in a second. But first of all, I'm starting my evening with a drink that tastes kind of like Dr. Pepper. Uh, I saw a mix of it. Basically, you can take a Corona and put in a little bit of Disarono. It's an Italian liqueur that Amarato flavored. And that stuff alone almost tastes like Dr. Pepper, but you know when you add it with the cores, it gets carbonated, just like a light beer or something. And uh, so the idea is you just drink down a teeny amount of the uh, beer and then put in the uh, liqueur, and um, now it tastes like a hard Dr. Pepper. Pretty and tasty. Did you see that on TikTok? Because I swear I've seen that on TikTok. Um, my wife found it. I think it was TikTok, but I, I think I've heard about this before. I just didn't put much thought into it until she sent me the thing. So you yeah. saw it on TikTok? I did. Now that you were uh, telling me about it, it reminds me of that. And I can't remember. I think it's this guy that always like tries these drinks that is like anybody who comments says, try this. He tries <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, this one's pretty good. And I'm not even the biggest fan of um, 
Dr. Pepper anyways, but uh, had a couple of these the other night and uh, a nice handy way to just feel like you're drinking a beer, but get a little more wasted, if that makes sense, than just a beer, because <laughs> it has a fair <laughs> amount of, uh, you know, the other stuff in right. it too. True. Yeah. And then that way it tastes better than just a beer too. I'm not the biggest fan of just beers, but uh, this gives a very good flavor to it. So uh, if any of you have tried this before or anything similar or no other good beer mixtures, uh, let us know. For sure. <laughs> and what's new with you? Uh, you are saying before the show, end of month shenanigans with the uh, well, end of year also. I mean, gosh, we're in a new year. End of month, end of year, uh, scramble, work six days. Uh, the only day I left early was Wednesday and it was still at seven o'clock. I might as well just worked all day that day anyway. And then was late leaving a few days. Uh, we're supposed to close at six on Saturday, but didn't uh, leave out of there until seven thirty, seven forty-five. So uh, New Year's Eve, I didn't get home until almost nine. So needless to say, I did not stay up and watch the ball drop. I went to bed. <laughs> Why? Do you have to get up at six the next morning? No, I was exhausted. Okay. Drink a coffee or something. Come on, man. Nah, the uh, the oldest daughter had some friends over too. And I wasn't all about that. <laughs> well, I don't watch the ball drop anyways. To me, that's absurd. But uh, I don't know. I just uh, didn't. Just normal anyways. I never go to bed before midnight. Uh, so. That's me normally, but I lay down <laughs> oh, and I was on like, the one I... night where most people stay up, you go to bed early. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's the uh, same. And then I heard uh, the Miley Cyrus uh, one was like a minute late. Ooh, Did anybody else watch that? <laughs> yeah, they were, it was like 12 o'clock and they were still singing like a song or something uh, on that uh, pre-show special. And the ball drop count was like apparently late. Hmm. Don't know, don't know. But um, I'll tell you, two nights ago, I was getting really worried that I was getting sick again. And starting to get some anxiety over it because when I got COVID back in September, it was pretty bad um, until I, you know, took some Paxlovid, which helped it a bit. And uh, I was getting really bad stuffy nose and a little bit of like drainage in my throat, but no sore throat. So I'm like, okay, this is a little odd, but way, like way crazy stuffy nose. I'm like, this has got to be some kind of cold or something because it wasn't normal. And I, I usually have slight allergy issues anyways but you know so that's why i can usually tell if a cold's coming on because it's different and uh just getting all anxious and stuff and then um did, did take some uh you know some of that strong uh antihistamine stuff and whatever and knocked myself out went to bed next morning woke up pretty much okay when I put two and two together afterwards, I think it was because of eating some salmon that evening, some leftovers of my wife's dinner. I love salmon, and I'm not allergic to fish in general, but I've heard this of a few other people too. For some reason, salmon fish kind of does me in, and usually it's like stomach issues, right? But I have had issues where sometimes it almost feels like the more almost dangerous allergy issues where your throat kind of feels weird and starts not mine is never like tightened up like oh no like i need to go to the you know emergency room or something but um but it can cause like upper you know respiratory issues too 
And I right. kind of forgot about that. And so I think the salmon was causing major stuffy nose and um, allergy is issues. And I didn't put two and two together really right away. But I'm glad that's all it was because I'm not sick. Two days later, I mean, it's def I mean, the stuffy nose and the, unless it was like the most mild cold ever. And all there was was a stuffy nose <laughs> and nothing else, no other symptoms. But uh, right. Yeah. Death by a salmon. Got it. Death by salmon. I know. I love salmon. I was talking to, um, shout out to uh, uh, All Thumbs. We were playing some earlier, and salmon's big up where he lives. He goes salmon fishing, and we were talking about smoked salmon. I love that stuff. It's like candy to me. And it's kind of sad how, uh, you know, it can affect me some, but I'm not even sure if all types do. So I'm going to do some tests and see. But uh, you should. Anyways. Just are you, does anything, not like foods you don't like, but is there anything that you have intolerances to or allergies to? Not really food-wise. I have grass allergies. That's about it. But nice. uh, I am very picky when it comes to eating. <laughs> That's why you get that qualifier because, yeah. <laughs> See, and I'm not picky. I'll eat anything, and then it sucks. I'm slightly intolerant to uh, dairy. So some, not like true lactose intolerance, but um, if I have a lot, I can have issues. And then... Um, the salmon, but nothing else as far as I'm aware. Well, you should get that fixed. You can't. Well, maybe you can. There's, there's maybe. some talk about things, but uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into destiny talk. What's new live update. What are you doing? Oh, I'm going to join you in the tower. Oh, yep. I am in the tower. I'm cleaning up uh postmaster, just uh, doing a couple random things. I was doing catch crash triumph hunting as uh, we were talking a little bit before the show. Um, I got my Bray tech back up and running and, uh, just kind of messing around and doing some random stuff. Okay. Well, let's talk about, since we last had an episode, the operation Seraph shield exotic mission came out and whoa, is it fun? I know it seems like this may be old news sin. It's been on a couple of weeks. We probably run it a lot, but we haven't talked about it yet. So what are your thoughts on it? Hmm. The uh, the mission is actually I like it, um, I like the DSC esque vibe, the DSC vibe, a lot of DSC uh, components in there. I think, and I know we talked about this a little bit off our show, a little bit on GDC, you know, from the week prior, but I actually like this a little bit better than I do the dungeon. So, yeah, um, I've enjoyed it, and then spent some time since shooting uh giant beach balls in the air and uh going on that uh that fun hunt for the puppy yeah oh yeah i'm going to talk about all this now since you bring <laughs> up the one thing there's actually an article that um let me bring this up here titled sorry i wasn't quite ready yet <laughs> for shame Destiny 2 players like the Revision Zero Exotic Quest more than Spire of the Watcher Dungeon. I mean, why do you think that is? I, I, it may be a little obvious, but do, do you have any, if you could put in a couple senses why you like it better than the dungeon? Um, I, I, the dungeon's okay, right? The dungeon's got some cool mechanics. It's a little bit different. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it to me that doesn't draw me back to it. For me, the the Garden of Salvation 
Harpy Boss. That encounter seems a little obnoxious. So does the end encounter with the boss, with the giant yeet turkey. That is a little obnoxious as well. Uh, you have to do a lot of, you know, a lot of mechanics to be able to do damage, and then damage seems to take forever. I honestly couldn't imagine soloing that. I think it would be, I would like quit if I had to do like five, six, seven damage phases on those bosses. Yeah, there's a couple things going on. You can't even like equate them exactly together because obviously the dungeon is harder meant for three players, although dungeons are always meant for soloing too, but really it's kind of meant for three at first until you get used to it. And this mission on normal mode, for sure you can run solo. You totally can. Even Legend, you can run solo pretty easily because this mission isn't necessarily hard. Um, I, I know some people struggle getting through it and things like that, but if I'm saying in comparison to everything out there, it's it's kind of funny we're even comparing this, right? Because how often has a dungeon and a big exotic mission come out this close to each other, right? I feel like usually things are a little more apart. spaced out. Yeah. And that's why we're probably even comparing this at all. It's kind of yeah. unfair in a way. <laughs> but I do agree. I mean, the point isn't to say necessarily this is better than the dungeon, but the point is even to say this exotic mission is just so fun. I think that's kind of what we're getting at here. And and it is kind of sad that they put them close together. I, me too. I would way rather run the exotic mission with people over and over again than the dungeon. I'm already kind of done with the dungeon. I've gotten a complete set of armor. I haven't gotten the exotic weapon from it yet, but I feel like already... And this is kind of a problem. Again, we have so many exotics in the game. So unless we hear this one's amazing right now, I'm not in a rush to get it. Much of malice, just saying. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, only <laughs> talking about exotics, uh, rated, I think, what was it? It's Friday night, maybe? Um, ran, uh, Batman was in there, Ed, Ninja, Kato. And um, Batman, we ran the full DSC. He ended up getting the exotic from that. We ran a, um, a, a checkpoint for Atheon. He got Vex Mythoclast. Um, we ran a checkpoint for Vow Disciple. He got Collective ob Obligation. And then we ran a checkpoint for Kingsfall. He didn't get Touch, and neither did I. So big sad. But that was uh, some crazy RNG getting three exotics in a row. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Nice luck to him. <laughs> but yeah, on the mission, a couple things. Okay, so like, uh, shout out, um, Big Tex, formerly Fast Spectrum, in our live chat. He has a question on the topic of the exotic mission. Do you like that the weapon can be built up week over week? Or would you prefer that it not be time-gated in this manner? opinion on that first and then i'll go um with how complex what they're doing is with the multiple basically uh catalyst perks that you can have for that um i think the time gate in this instance is not awful so i'm kind of hit or miss when it comes to time gates right i think this one i think is it's fair to put the time gate in there so that way you're not knocking all four out at once one, it gives you time to try out the Catalyst perk in there 
each time you acquire it. Um, get them all for it once for those like me who don't grind for it. Probably a little bit difficult to grind all four and then try them out relatively quick. I think the time gating in this because it's for Catalyst is is probably okay. Yeah, I do too. And in this case, I'm really okay with them time gating it out. Everything has been paced so well this season. In fact, they've been spoiling us. And this is really dangerous because we've had a, a dungeon, an exotic mission. The seasonal camp stories are amazing also. And then everything's like integrated perfectly together this exotic mission we know there's going to be a few more weeks of different catalysts and we have a few more weeks of the story too so everything's kind of just like grouping together great and then i'm a little worried in three more weeks when it shows that all that's going to be done what's going to be happening in uh mid-january through the end of february until the new dlc comes out uh and maybe a little chirp chirp like like other seasons but even that being said this season has been, and I liked the pirate stuff, but this season has been amazing how everything's played together, yeah. played out. We've gotten spoiled, like I said, with a lot of content. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think time getting it is fine. Um, I wanted to talk about, uh, well, I'll go to one other, one other uh, story topic that's been in the news and people have talked about in our communities, and then I wanted to give a couple details about the mission. Fair. But... From what we are assuming right now with what Bungie has told us, this will probably, unless they tell us something different, last minute, this should be going away. February 28th, whenever that date is where um, Lightfall comes out, you know, because all seasonal content that's not part of the actual DLC goes away at the end of the Destiny year. And so... This has brought up an interesting topic. People say this shouldn't go away because it's so good. And this has been really interesting too because in the past when we've had exotic missions like Presage, it, um, or Presage, gosh, now I'm saying it because, <laughs> you know, we had a whole thing on that, the correct Get way that to say it. Fossus on the right, right? level. Yeah, I mean, Presage at least was around for a very long time before it went away. Um, but this could be going away soon, probably. We'll have to assume for now. Right. I hope they so, don't because yeah. it is, like you said, a short time frame. It would be a good opportunity if they were going to pull it out of the, the map as it sits. The Legend tab could ultimately house the stuff that they're going to stick around that may not have a place on the map otherwise. I'm sure it's got to go away, though, um, because they remember like it's actually... well. It doesn't have to, but to even get to it, you have to do story quest, the weekly story things, you know, to open it up. So right. if if it was still around, it would just be like chirp, chirp, just there on the map, no real reason. You know, and what they've done in the past, too, is they the exotic weapon can still be available. Maybe it'll be in the kiosk or something, but, uh, you know, this, the campaign would go away. Right. So a little bit interesting, a little bit sad. Um I think we still have to assume at this point it's going away unless we hear something within the next month or so. Uh, even if they were planning on it going away and then they hear all this talk of people wanting to keep it and they're like, oh, everyone wants to keep it. Can we keep it in? I mean, I think it would kind of be too short a notice for them to, because they're always working on stuff between four to six months ahead of time, they said. So it'd be a little um, maybe kind of hard for them to keep it in also if they're planning on it going away. Yeah, I don't know. 
maybe they've already uh, taken that into account. But don't they normally have a twab at some point and say, when we get close to season end and saying, hey, reminder, this stuff is going away. I'm sure we're still probably at least a month out before we, we get confirmation on that. Well, but they, yes, but they're telling us just what the specifics are, but they have told us for sure, Sin, that all seasonal stuff other than, than uh, the weapons does go away at the end of the Destiny year. Right. So we have to take their word for now. <laughs> it's not like, you know what I mean? Because if they, if they are going to keep it, they need to tell us now because that's going against with what they said. So they might as well tell us now because everyone wants it to stick around anyways. So I don't know. That's just how I think about it. But I think yeah. more they have to just kind of, you know, break it to us softly. Like, well... We'll look into doing that down the road with other missions, but for now, unfortunately, it's going away. Yeah, the uh, fast spectrum big techs uh, at a good point there. You know, wonder if related to this, they'll evolve how they treat the seasonal content to preserve certain aspects, not just the seasonal or the exotic missions, but like obtaining the craftable weapons. And, and I think they've put some stuff in dares and other activities like Vanguard Ops and such. Yeah, in the yeah. past, so and the exotics sure go in the ways. exotic kiosk. Yeah, so I'm not worried about the weapons as much. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, anyways, it, it, it's an interesting topic. We'll, I'm sure we'll hear a little bit more at some point in the future. Okay, but so this mission, like you said, since DSC Light, it's pretty amazing. I mean, sorry, a little bit of spoilers if you haven't run it yet, but if you haven't, why not? <laughs> it's really fun. But uh, we go up, we see another orbital station. This time it's above Earth, but it's very similar-ish to like the one, you know, from the DSC raid above Europa. And we just do stuff, and it's a fun encounter. And there's so many reasons to go back in the mission because there is collectible um, the yellow droids that you shoot with the uh, exotic that you get. You go back in the mission on Legend, to get the catalyst, and there's going to be what four different catalysts, I believe. Correct four. Yep. Mm -hmm. And only one's available this week, and then the next one will be available in each week after that. In a couple more days from this point, really. Yep. As from when we're recording, and um, it's fun. And Legend, they did the thing where they've done with a few other things where it's you know. Fairly difficult on your own if you want to run it solo, but it actually ramps up in difficulty if you bring in three people. I've run it both ways, so I can test to that. The ads hit even harder when you're with three. And in fact, we even learned going in with three at the end, the boss encounter, it's almost a detriment because if your teammates die, you have the 30-second timer and only a couple revive tokens. <laughs> yeah, so that part is obnoxious. Yeah, it kind of is. So anyone listening to this, it is an interesting trade-off. Uh, you may want to try it solo on Legend and see how you do, because then at least you don't have to rely on your teammates. And I promise running it solo on Legend is not as hard as three people because the difficulty, how they scale it. So if you're comfortable with your builds and staying alive, just try it on solo. The hardest part for me actually was um, the middle part out on the spacewalk the knights and the shanks were just murking me over and over on uh, legend. <laughs> that was yeah. annoying getting past that part. But the boss encounters, I mean, 
with these cool builds now, I have a really cool arc build where I have arc souls, arc buddies, like up all the time. So I have basically almost like three things shooting. Uh, it wasn't too bad for me staying alive on Legend. Now, the uh, boss encounter, do you have to worry, like if you die, does it uh, restart you like it does with multiple people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's uh, it's so if you die on Solo Legend, you do have to start over the boss encounter, even if you got the boss almost all the way down. Oof. But that that makes sense, especially for a legend, yeah. for a you know, what they call it, a darkness zone. Right. <laughs> I get it. Sorry for spoiling the game for you, Mohoff. That's not true. You've been playing. <laughs> Our live chat has having some fun talking about all of this. And uh, No Dares does not go away. Uh, that is part of the 30th anniversary pack from Which prior is like to like a Ball. DLC. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I mean, it could eventually, uh, but I don't think it's going away on Lightfall. They would have told us by now. No, I mean, they mentioned they're not going to be vaulting any more content oh, right. at this point other than yeah. seasonal. Yeah. So being that it was outside of seasonal actual content, you'll be fine. That is true. Well, thank you, Sin. All right, and then one more amazing thing is when you shoot all the yellow security drones, drones, droids, what are they called? Uh, drones, security drones. drones. Drones, When you collect all 50, and some are in the missions, some are out in the world, uh, out and about, you get to go back in the mission and go through this crazy underbelly area of the space station where we were jumping around like a jumping puzzle. It wasn't that hard, but it was a lot of fun. And what do we get at the end, Sin? A robot dog pet. <laughs> <laughs> a robot dog pet that if pet. Sin and me go yeah. back to the helm at the same time and try to pet it at the same time, Sin's oh, body breaks out and slams me against the wall and then I die. Insane. Yes, I, I remember that. Uh, petting the dog at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> the game was freaking out and you got uh, yeeted. And I got yeeted. Yeah, and basically then it was like got yeeted. Down in the helm. Oh, man. <laughs> If I was recording, I would have posted a clip of that. It was we great. should have. We need to try that again, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Must duplicate. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that was that jumping puzzle wasn't awful. I think it was a it was a fun little nice little aspect to that part. Um, after actually finding all the beach balls, so um, yeah, I think it's definitely not as bad as Whisper was. If uh, anybody no. who's played during the whisper of the the worm you know timed mission it's not that bad you can easily find your way and and it is not that long you're definitely not timed so yeah we have a few people in the chat that have gotten it already so you can tell us what you think but um uh still a lot of fun well worth well worth getting um there there's still probably people out there that haven't really heard of this yet or aren't aware you know technically we're not really supposed to get this until this upcoming week's end because there's two unlocks. There's the unlock for the door puzzles where you shoot through things on the wall. And then there's the unlock where you can go through the laser beams. But we have all, the community has been figuring out that you can get past the laser beams with like Blink or Icarus Dash, which doesn't work as good, which I was trying, or Titan Shoulder, you know, Charge or things like that. So now there is a workaround for you, yeah. uh, Icarus Dashers. Well, Blink have a is Titan. A have, oh yeah, that's have, true. Have a Titan <laughs> shoulder charge you through. Apparently <laughs> yes. that works. That works. That works. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes me shoulder like known for being the shoulder charger. That makes me important now. 
It does. Or you can also use like sword, eager edge type stuff. Um, there's a lot of ways, but yeah, you are very helpful um, with getting me through to certain areas and reviving my ghost. <laughs> thunder, you can thunder crash through. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to charge up your super each time, but you know, they're not right next to each other. So if you do it for each one, then that works pretty well. Thumbs, thanks for that. And that would there's, also I mean, require Kingsley playing a Titan. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, so hunters, is their option mostly just going to be the sword then probably? Cause Titans and Warlock have options to get through without the sword, but I don't know. Don't they hunters. have that one blink ability with the, uh, stasis? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Someone tell us. <laughs> nobody plays, uh, nobody plays hunter. <laughs> people play hunter <laughs> it's my second most favorite uh but yeah these builds on titan and warlock right now i'm telling you arc arc is a lot of fun uh i i am curious what what have you been running have you are you still on an arc build sin for the most part no i oh, you aren't i typically run solar 90 percent of the time unless i even uh, when the cool arc titan thing came out you didn't try it out I, I run, I run like you're talking about the storm nades. Yeah, the good build that the Titan it's basically invis invincible and gets abilities back all the time. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, you obviously have it. <laughs> hey, that's all good. I mean, that's actually helps with what I was getting at. But I know a lot of Titans have been running Arc, and um, I guess I was wondering. You know, since things have settled down, because I was all about, of course, when Void was first changed, it was the only option anyways of subclass 3.0. Right. And Solar came out. I didn't really like Solar at first, but, okay, yeah, when Void first came out on the Warlock, with some of the changes they made, it made Void very um, tanky Warlock, like you could stay alive pretty well. Like, yeah, Void is, you know, where you go for... Um, recoverability or you know just staying alive but then when the solar came out it's even more than the void because warlock has the 2x solar healing nades which no one else has and um way better staying alive on solar warlock than void and then now arc the survivability isn't as strong but with arc souls arc buddies everywhere in essence, you're kind of staying alive because so many things are helping taking down enemies that uh, <laughs> there's less coming at you that you can't just get on your own right away. <laughs> so I've been staying on arc for now. Uh, Would you unless, consider that a crutch like uh, Laurel Titans? No, I don't consider it a crutch. I consider it fun. And when builds change, <laughs> I never really complain. <laughs> I just switch to something else. <laughs> or when metas change, you know. I guess you could say, like, when I was playing Warlock Solar Healing Nade, yeah, people could call that a crutch, but uh, why not use it? Uh, is, is, are we supposed to be gatekeeped like we're doing Master Raids and, like, you're not allowed to use the thing that keeps you alive the best? Well, why? It's in the game. Oh, you're not allowed to because you're not cool if you use the <laughs> thing that... <laughs> What's the old saying? Use what you like, don't apologize. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I was obviously using a uh, solar healing aid warlock in Master King's Fall, but um, I am glad to be mostly on Arc now because it is a lot of fun. 
So Mohoff was too busy on his Titan. He keeps dying on the laser floor. Oh, yeah. The dance floor. The lava room. Floor. That's a lot of fun. Uh, seeing people figure that out first. And we were like, what's, what's the path? I have to keep going back and looking. I'm like, I just took a picture. <laughs> but but even now, like I've run it enough times. I kind of have it memorized of the path on the floor. All that changes each time is the different um, kiosks you have to um, you know interact with. Yeah, all thumbs likes Titan Arc, Stormnade. Um, see, I'm telling you, Sin, the Arc Titan is hot. Maybe I uh, should go in and just mess around with it a little bit more. Yeah, you should. <laughs> no, you don't have to if you don't like to. I'm not trying to talk you into it, but uh, I've heard so much about it that, um, you know, that's the point. So Arc Titan is kind of a... Uh, Hey, now we have everyone coming out saying different opinions. Void is the best, and Sin thinks Solar is the best. So there we go. We have uh, equal representation on the Titans. No stasis. I didn't hear any stasis oh, after true. that. Who cares about stasis? Moving on. <laughs> uh, shout out to Cato for the, uh, for the new name, Best Bottom on the Net. Congratulations, sir. Do you think he wants that name? He doesn't. That's not the point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much it about the quest, but a lot to talk about. Um, and we talked about the collecting the dog and how the mission is likely going away, but people don't want it to, and how people like it better than the dungeon. So Yeah, I'm in agreement sure. with that. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, those were most of the points I wanted to talk about this week. Um, I don't know. Uh, you said you're doing some triumph hunting. I'm actually working on... I was working on doing strikes earlier with all thumbs. I hate doing the resets on the vendors and, you know, crucible can go faster, but I hadn't done any crucible at all. And my, my Zavala vendor was already on four. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll grind that one out some more. And I got it up to like seven or eight today. And so I'll, I'll work on that for the reset, just for getting the, um, the ritual seasonal weapon, the, what the versus X or whatever the hell that weapon's called. Oh, yes. Um, it's a pulse, I believe. I do need yeah. to get that. What you need, by the way, if you want to get the seasonal Seraph title, because it's one of the stupid requirements for that. And um, But all the other requirements are easy, fun things. Uh, and it is time-gated. Uh, you know, we have three more weeks left, it looks like, on the story part before anyone can get that Seraph title. Yeah, it looks like I got some other grinding to do with Ikelos weapons and uh, upgrades, uh, which of course is time gated because of the weekly seasonal stuff. But other than that, resetting rank, the the pulse, Velisex, yeah, Velisex, yeah, yep. And shout out to Sin; he was a guest on Guardian Downcast recently. Yes, he didn't win. <laughs> I didn't win. GG's Rodimus on uh, on winning. Mm-hmm. I'm just I glad did that I even beat you. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me last time around too. <laughs> I figured if someone beat me and Rodimus, and I'm like, it's really going to be hard for Sin to get even higher than Rodimus. So, <laughs> no, but you did. You did respectable, just one below, <laughs> I believe. I wonder how many people are up there, kind of in that 38 level or higher. Not too many. It might just be. Us three, maybe one other got like around 38, I think. So, yeah, 
As long as I'm on the uh, top three podium, I'm happy. I'm probably not, but. <laughs> if, and if anyone's not sure what we mean by this, this is the Guardian Down podcast. Check them out. Um, they are part of our Al Sector Alliance. Um, Sin was a guest there, and you can see. Uh, actually, I updated the list again recently. I deleted a bunch, but you can see all known Destiny podcasts if you go to destinypodcasts.com. It's kind of sad. A lot have closed up shop again. And I don't have a tagline for that website. No, you don't, don't worry. Need one, but uh, <laughs> from what I can tell, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15. That sounds like a lot, but at times we usually average like 20 to 25. So, um, yeah. Things happen, things change. But hey, we're getting closer to 200 episodes. Oh my gosh, it feels like it's right around the corner. We're at 193, uh, so really two months away, less than two months. Yeah. So just in time for the uh, the new the new Ooh, uh, year, yeah, lightfall. Yeah. That is true. When we hit two hundred, lightfall drops. We'll get some new music as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, okay. So here's another comment. Um, Big Tex mentions in our live chat. He prefers the craftable seasonal pulse disparity to the ritual pulse. Belly's X. I feel like it's been that way the last few seasons. The season, the ritual weapon. Have they really been like super hot? Like, I mean, I'm sure they've been good, and people will say, like, yeah, they're good, but there's so many good weapons right now. It, we have weapon overload. But yeah, yes, I, I, I like disparity too a lot. You had uh, the last couple, because uh, you can see it on the seal progress for moments of triumph. The ritual weapons were reckless endangerment. You had your shotgun, chain of command, a uh, um, heavy machine gun. And then Cry Mutiny, uh, Grenade Launcher, and then Velis Axe, your Pauls. So I wasn't really a fan of, you know, Reckless Endangerment was okay. Um, I played a little bit of that with that in Crucible. Uh, but really the other ones I'm not messing around with. I'm, I have Cry Mutiny on now just because I'm grinding out kills for the moments of Triumph. Because um, you have to get them in playlist activities like Gambit and Vanguard uh, to try to get the seal. Uh, you also have to do it in Crucible, which I prefer Velisax if I'm going to have to do that. Um, so I'm not a fan of you know, the shotgun was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something's something's interesting here in the game that there's just so much good stuff. I mean, I was even just running. Everyone's already starting to forget about Kallus Mini Tool. I mean, not everyone. I'm sure a lot of people may still main it, but... Um, I was just running that again today, and I'm like, there's just so many good weapons in the game right now, and that's a good thing, but it's also kind of a bad thing if you don't know what to go for, or you can get overload. Like, you can get um, decision paralysis, you know what I mean? Like, what should yeah. I go for? It is definitely tough. Um, because then you gotta you got to make choices of what you're going to use. If you're going to use an exotic, it may take up a slot you would normally use. Um, Callus Mini Tool. I got that to seventy-eight. I I use that a lot. Once I got my craftable one with uh, enhanced incandescent on it, I really would like to get the uh, Iclos SMG. Uh, I'm working on trying to get that pattern now because I would like to get a craftable version of that. Because mm -hmm. uh, I believe you can get Vulture on that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone's going uh, for right now. I think that would be interesting and definitely fun to use. And 
I've been using, um, I was using null composure for a while and I still have it on my, uh, on my Titan and I use it when I, when I swap out and use some other weapons, but, um, I've been using a crafted version of deliverance and got that up to, you know, level 56. Uh, so there's a lot of these, you know, some of these craftable weapons, I just, you know, keep on and just keep using the same ones over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There, there's a lot to go for. Um, and uh, I like how the seasonal vendor, you can rank up with bounties, which is nice. It actually will give you XP for the bar also, not just overall XP. So that's a plus there. Well, Hoffo um, says, I don't want another hand cannon. You want the DSC hand cannon because you can get that craftable and get it with full shot. See, another one to go after, another weapon. And uh, uh, best bottom on the net, Kato wants to compare uh, Taipan uh, levels. I am one behind you, Kato. I'm at level 56 on the Taipan. Ooh. <laughs> and the machine guns are good, too. I really like uh, Terminus Horizon from the dungeon. I have that with Volt Shot. And then, but I also like the retrofit Escapade, especially when I need Void. Uh, that one's really tight also. So um, there's a lot of good weapons, and, and grenade launchers are fun again because of weakened clear. So I've been running Tarnation a lot. I have my really good roll from Back in Witch Queen with chain re enhanced chain reaction field prep. And then, of course, there's Anarchy and, uh, you know, everything like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, weapons are fun. And I have yet to even try um, Cold Heart. Cold Heart's been buffed a little bit with getting um, ability chaining and uh, everything like that. I just finally, oh, yeah, I know Sin, we've been talking, I've been working my Merciless, I finally got the Catalyst done for that. Nice. But then again, now that I got it done, I'm like, do I use it a lot? Or do I just move on to something else? It's kind of sad. You vault <laughs> you know? it and move on. No, <laughs> see, see, that's the thing, like... Yes, I'll switch for some weapons here and there, but I'm not going to go overboard. I'm not just like collecting everything and just like, oh, I get it to its level and then I just tuck it away and blah, blah, blah. I actually want to have fun in the game and use these weapons and figure out what I don't care about. And, and very rare has there been instances where, where I didn't do the work ahead of time and then I regretted it. You know what I mean? Like if there's some new meta or something... Um, I'm not worrying about the perfect everything ahead of time or, you know, getting rid of some weapons and then, but what if it's good down the road? I mean, there's probably something else that's also good or better that's new. Um, you know what I mean? It's kind of, there's always something going on. So right. I just have, I can't worry about too much in the game for my play style. I want to have fun and having fun is not work. It's not... <laughs> doing every single thing perfectly crafted and tucked away and having a vault that's totally full and then stressing about vault management and, you know, whatever. For sure. <laughs> okay. Question uh, for the show from Prime. Yeah. What five weapons would you recommend someone buying from the exotic wall? <clears throat> Uh, I'm actually uh, loading into let us... the tower. Okay, yes. <laughs> I'm loading into the tower now. You can tell oh, us what's well. on the wall or Sin can tell us. I mean, we don't, us longtime players aren't going to know or care what's on the wall, so we have to look so we can give you that answer. Yeah, I think, um, like, I have stuff in my inventory. That I, mean, I know a couple that are there. 
But anarchy, just, I'm sure, is there. Yeah. If you yeah, don't yeah. have it, definitely anarchy would be one of them. Um, let me load up, and I'll tell you here in a second. Yoden, yeah, we're, get, we're getting responses in the chat, but let's actually look so we can give our answer. All right. So I would do sleeper. Uh, that well, wait, can the, you list everything that's there, or is there tons? Yeah, there's uh, from the Red War, you have Sturm, Mida, uh, Rat King, Sleeper, World Line Zero, Polaris Lance, Whisper of the Worm, Outbreak Perfected, Legend of Agrius. I mean, Outbreak Whisper, you know, Rat King, if you, if you want to have a little fun, but Sleeper, I would say Whisper Sleeper and uh, Outbreak out of the Red War. No, I would um, only say Outbreak for those. <laughs> Not that Sleeper isn't good, but there's always almost other linear fusions that are better than it. Yeah, I mean, you have um, Forsaken, you got uh, Ace of Spades, The Last Word, Lemonarch, Jotun, Izanagi's Burden, Thorn, Lumina, Truth, uh, Bad Juju, Anarchy, Teraba. Um, you have the Always On Time Sparrow. I would definitely say Anarchy out of that list. Definitely maybe Anarchy. Maybe... Le Lemonarch, if you want yeah. uh, something from... Um, for something for PvP, that's still kind of nasty. And Izanagi is pretty good, but there's there's a lot of good snipers. Izanagi is just you know it does hit hard if you do that four shot together thing. But um, and Thorn is right. a lot of fun, but since we can keep this down to five, I probably can't include that on the list. Right. So uh, Shadow Keep, you got Leviathan's Breath, Ariana's Val, Bastion, Symmetry, Devil's Ruin. Tommy's Matchbook, The Fourth Horseman, Wither Horde, and Ruinous Effigy, and Traveler's Chosen. Wither Horde for sure on that Obviously, one. Bastion and Wither Horde for that. That's easy. Yep. Yeah. And you have uh, Beyond Light Exotics. Uh, there's only a couple here. Duality, uh, Tiku's Divination, Cryostasia, uh, Lawrence Driver, and Agar Scepter. Uh, Lord Shriver for the PvP players. I uh, think still people, you might see that occasionally, probably not as much anymore uh, since they brought that down a little bit. Uh, maybe duality if you if you like a little shotgunning. Uh, I wouldn't say anything top there for me. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm trying to remember if I had five already picked out or if I was at four. But none uh, of those yeah. were like as exciting. Yeah, you have Witch Queen Exotics were the Grand Overture, Trespasser, and Delicate Tomb. Yeah. Uh, Lightfall exotics are listed uh, because if you pre-purchase, you can get Quicksilver Storm. Eh. So I would definitely say, um, you know, Outbreak, uh, Sleeper, uh, Top but two again, there. I, I do want to like call call out, not like a big thing, but why are people saying Sleeper when it's Sleeper's never the best option for the longest time now? It's not what, the best option, actually, but it's, why are, it's fun to use. Because it's fun, <laughs> but there's so use, many. And it's still, <laughs> it was still putting up consistent damage. For those who don't have a, a good roll on a linear fusion rifle, it packs a punch and it'll do just fine. But it's easier to get a linear fusion rifle than it is sleeper. It's cheaper, too. You can go to the, yeah. you can get a um, Taipan crafted from the Enclave easier and cheaper than uh, sleeper. So again, I'm just saying... If we have to limit it down to five, I'm not saying sleeper's no good, but I'm just saying limit it to five. Are people actually using sleeper over other, you know what I mean? I wouldn't uh, say they're using it, but, oh, <laughs> best bottom. <laughs> He's sneaking in there. And I was going to have an after show, but no problem coming in right now. Tell us your thoughts, Cato. Sin is wrong on sleeper. 
<laughs> I listen. I used it for the longest that, time that, when that, I didn't have that, a good role. That, so yes, there is no excuse for not having a good role. Yeah, because again, the enclave with Taipan. I got you, but until my Taipan, until my Taipan was to the point where it had a firing line, enhanced firing line on it, I didn't really use it. There was no point. I'd just much rather use Sleeper. Oh, even before that, there was other linears that were better than Sleeper that I'm sure uh, you had some good role of. I mean, I have a Storm Chaser and... Uh, no, the what was the one... Uh, well, yeah, Storm Chaser, if you know how to do that that thing, but um, what was the one... And I'm not talking about like really old school. Cataclysmic. Yeah, Cataclysmic, but there was also... Reads I don't regret. think I had a... Reads Regret. Had a, yeah, Reads, that's any, it. Anyways. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially, and then we had the one from last season, and then we have one this season that are craftable. It may not be ideal roles, but they're going to be on par with sleeper damage, so you can run a different exotic. The thing, the yeah. thing that... Okay, the main point, I just don't want to give bad information. Like, if someone's new to the game, and exotics are such a precious thing, so if you're using sleeper for your exotic, you can't use an exotic any other slot. So not only are you doing less Correct. DPS than other linear fusions, but you're taking away an exotic. So... It's it's hard. I know Sleeper's great, and okay, I will always have love for Sleeper in D1. That is, <laughs> Destiny 1 ended with that. That is the weapon to use in a lot of raids. We use Sleeper as our main DPS in D1. Pretty much everywhere. Yep. Mm -hmm. But that's D1 sin. Speaking of, doesn't uh, Kano need to jump into the D1 campaign soon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it going. <laughs> he sounds so excited. <laughs> Something like that. He's sighing, but muted his sigh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like we should have. Um, we don't have to leave. Let's have a um, Guardian Hub After Dark show. But um, I did want to give a quick shout out to. Um, we have a review for our podcast. Another one from Dorath which uh, Dorath has joined our clan and Patreon recently. Or at least the clan. I'm not sure on the Patreon. Sorry about that. But um, anyways, gives it five stars. Awesome. Love the show. The information is great and to the point. Makes a great listen while I'm working. Thank you, Dorath. We really appreciate that. I do appreciate that. And what I, what I get out of that is he likes one-hour podcast versus three. Well, That's he can get, get even... He can get even shorter ones than ours. <laughs> Destiny Digest. Shout out to, to them, to Danfinity. We're the eyes or else. I mean, we're long compared to Destiny Digest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Comparatively speaking. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else for the main show before we close up? Let's see yeah. our chat here. Side sealed and delivered from Drafty. How are you doing, Drafty? <laughs> Four plus, 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 plus stars. Yeah. Yeah, this was just kind of a miscellaneous show, but we really appreciate everyone who still showed up last minute. Um, we didn't know when we were going to record, so uh, kind of a last-minute thing. But we will sign off here, stick around for Guardian Hub After Dark, which Sin may or may not add some into the show. You know, that sometimes happens after the ending credit. But you that are around live can hear the real Guardian Hub After Dark. RNG, I take offense to the negative one and a half stars, especially since I uh, called you out as favorite mod there. Whoa, whoa, I'm gonna, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm going to need... Whoa. In GDC, not here. Favorite mod in GDC, not in Guardian. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to retract that statement there. Yeah. You're not a modern you're not a modern GDC, Kato. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the shenanigans I would get into? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> All fun. channels deleted, you would leave general and that would be it. Uh, maybe. Hey, I'm working on that. Give me a break. Oh boy. <laughs> Rodimus, how's it going? See if Rodimus can't Good. do it, I don't think anyone can. So just re- just remember, Kato, you don't want, don't don't ask for it if you don't want it. To be a mod GDC, I promise. I'd give it like an hour or two, and then I would have all privileges removed. Mm. He would time out everybody who was typing more than one message a day. I'm just going to give these guys a 24-hour timeout. I'm going to delete this channel. I'm going to archive this one. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this person's mod status away. All right. Let, let's go to real Guardian Hub after dark. But uh, <laughs> let's uh, real quick. Uh, Sin, where can people find you? Good, sir. Uh, they can find me all across the tower or on Twitter at Sin underscore media or in the Discord next to you. And Des, Des, we yeah. miss you. Come yes. back next week. Um, you can, you can find wait. De- Des. Yes, as Des, as Des. What's the name right now? Um, I think it's still Des, Des Turkey. Turkey. Yep, in the Discord. Yep. And were you going to say something else? Yes. Kingsley Revision Zero, take us out. You can find me as Kingsley Mac all the places. Uh, including Twitter now. You can find our show on Twitter as The Guardian Hub or our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, everyone else, for coming in at the last second. And we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. See you in After Dark. Shenanigans at the very end. I love it. <laughs> All right. Let the floodgates open. And if anyone wants to talk, okay, Drafty raised his hand. Invite to speak. So you don't have to see the people that come in on their own have um, either um, ambassador. ambassador or things like that. But if anyone wants to talk, you can raise your hands in the audience because <laughs> Guardian Hub After Dark is open to anyone. I had the ability and then I fucked it up and somebody took it from me. What? <laughs> well, whose fault is that? <laughs> Mine. Rodimus. <laughs> you, you just had a fun... We were testing your... See, you were never an official ambassador. We had a, a different role name for you. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was a test role. It didn't work out. Doesn't mean we won't put you as an ambassador ever, but... Uh, <laughs> We'll oh, I'd be happy to have that roll back just without the privileges. It, it ambassador yep. with the quotation marks around ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to give right. me the roll back without the yeah, privileges, that's <laughs> <laughs> We need to talk about this whole favorite mod and GDC thing now, though. See you, thumbs yeah. Bye, thumbs. Well, although I'm your favorite Titan, so I'll give you that. <laughs> you both titans how does this work yes <laughs>
We're each other's favorites. I mean, I'm a Titan too, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like a three-way to me. I don't think there's enough brain cells to go around there. Too many crowns? Hunter Warlock. So. <laughs> Just remember, Kato's at the bottom of the pile. I know. The best bottom on the net. You're welcome. You know, that How was supposed that start? to start your name. Thank you very I know. much. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even make sense when I saw it. Uh, uh, so we had to be in the After Dark raid the other night. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Well, I, yeah, I know. I figured, but just looking at it would have made more sense if he was actually listed on the bottom of who was in the chat. <laughs> and it had to do with uh, Sparrows. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You see. Sparrows. Sin was humping. Sin was humping Kato's yeah. Sparrow. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. 